0: This episode is sponsored by Villiers Jets. Support us by using the link in the description below to find out just how affordable it could be to fly in style to the next Grand Prix. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wheel Sports Podcast. And this week, I'm joined by Mike, who you'll see either left or right depends. I'm not good at mirrors, but anyway, we're going to talk about the latest in F1 and anyone wondering, we will be doing the creator podcast going forward still every week. However, Mike is going to be a co-host throughout the season. So get used to his face because you're going to be seeing a lot of it. And in this episode, we're just going to talk about some of the recent news from the week, as well as an outlook for the season, especially around rookies and that side of thing, or we're both Irish. So it might just end up on a random tangent. That's just what you're going to get. So uh, I'll let Mike just introduce himself, and then we'll hop into F1 news.
1: Yeah, so that is ideal. Thanks, Jason. Um, basically, I'm Mike. Uh, Mike Rosny is my name, and I'm I'm Irish, like Jason, and uh, we all we all have a similar to strong passion for Formula One. And I think, uh, yeah, we're able to we're able to hit things off fairly well, and we've we've a good relationship around what we're interested in. And, you know we keep our we keep our ear to the ear to the pulse and our hand on the pulse <laughs> and uh, just make making making things uh interesting and hopefully throughout the year we'll be able to grow and and you'll be able to join us for our podcast every week
0: exactly exactly and uh, what we'll do is if uh, I don't know Mike if you want to share any Twitter or anything if you have one for f1 we'll pop that in the description if not then it's up to yourself but uh, we can figure that out afterwards
1: I I don't, but if anybody wants to follow me on Instagram, whether it's personal, uh, if they want to see my personal page, <laughs> by all means they can. It's uh, Mike Roz, so it's M I K E R O Z, uh, and that's underscore F30. Um, if they want to follow me here on Instagram, but, uh, there's nothing F1 related on it, but by all <laughs> means, every, every little helps and get my name on the map with everybody, exactly. and they'll understand me eventually. <laughs> exactly.
0: And uh, you know, look. It, I suppose some people will have to get used to different accents as well, especially the Americans and UK people.
1: Um, For sure,
0: uh, my accent. I don't know. If...
1: I could ramble on. I, I we I could ramble on a little bit. As a as an Irishman, we uh, we tend to uh, speak a bit quick every now and again. So <laughs> if uh, somebody doesn't understand something, don't hate on me. All right, just. Just be patient Exactly,
0: and look, he's been through enough. He's from Tipperary, so it's bad enough getting beaten by Kilkenny and the hurling every year. Oh,
1: you know? here we go. That's every let's let's we move go. to F1 and
0: not hurling. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, move swiftly on. Swiftly on.
0: Well, look, let's uh, let's chat about the first thing, obviously, is the F1 launches are coming up uh, very quickly now, um, which is crazy. I don't remember if we've ever, or the last time, we had a January uh, a launch of a car in January, I know it's the last day of January, but still, Haas launching next Wednesday. Um, it's very, very early this year, which is cool. Um, but is there is there any that you're kind of excited about, or you know, any you really want to see, or are you kind of not that bothered till we see the re- real cars?
1: <laughs> it's kind of a case at this stage now, Jason, where we're kind of every fan at this stage of Formula One is just they want to see the cars. <laughs> Having said that. Have a first launch 31st of January it's getting earlier every year I think last year the earliest was like the 4th or 5th of January Um, I can't recall I think it was Haas I was, think was it was last year oh it was, Haas. They, it was I think, Haas and they just dropped it on a Friday didn't it.
0: they on, on Twitter or whatever yeah, yeah there was nothing there
1: yeah that's right that's right and after that then all the others were just kind of official mm-hmm. because everything that came from Haas was just renderings and we were like, is that what the car is going to look like? Is that is that a final design? And they were like, no. And we were looking when you look into a bit more detail of that car, side pods were very small and everything was very underdeveloped. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad uh, that uh, that 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 is not the case this year. And uh, hopefully, we might see see uh, a bit more of a representation of what the cars are going. to Yeah, be like. I think
0: I think people will be. Disappointed for Haas at the very least because they've already said that they're just uh, launching delivery next week, that they're not launching the car. I I don't know. I think like last year we saw some real cars um, for the launches. I'd be kind of more surprised this year because it's the new generation and they've all got their 2022 car. I'm, you know, I think we're all going to be a bit more disappointed because they're probably just going to slap paint on the 2022 car. I think the only ones who said they weren't going to do that so far was Aston. They said they'll be showing their, their real, which also we'll have to talk about Aston maybe later because they've said they've changed 95% of the aero parts on their car. So that's, we'll talk about that maybe later on. (laughs)
1: Yeah, and I think, I think in reference to Aston, it was, it, was, it was Dan Fallows, I think, himself that said that it was going to be the actual mm-hmm. car that was, was, was coming out. So that's going to be exciting for, for everybody because it'll be the only one that everyone will tune yeah. into. to unless... Yeah. Unfortunately, it, it, that's, that's the only one that has said that they're launching their new car. But again, a bit of transparency like that wouldn't go astray with all the teams. Yeah. I hope. I hope Red Bull maybe release their actual car, but I can't see Red Bull no. and Mercedes, Ferrari releasing anything other than their 2022 challenger from last year. Uh, it, it, and it's was big. I was just gonna say it makes sense as well
0: because the top teams are yeah. who everyone's gonna copy. So if you're Williams or Hasp, who cares? You know, like the the guys at the front aren't copying the guys at the back. You know.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's funny that you say we say that. You know. Aston is, 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 is going to launch their, their, their actual challenger for 2023 with their livery or, or in their launch but you know, they they're talking about making big strides and they want to, they want they've, they've talked about change in the car most of it you would wonder is it, why why would they show that their hand so early in the season if they want to make such a jump up the grid themselves yeah. and they have such aspirations in doing so.
0: Yeah. I wonder, is it just a case of, like I was saying that they just know that, you know, they're not going to be copied because it could be hit or miss. Whereas I suppose if you're, if you're a Red Bull or Ferrari and you were one of the top two fastest even Mercedes, like the fastest team last year, then if you put something out that looks a bit mental, the other teams are going to look at it and go, well, there must be something to it. They know what they're doing. Whereas if Williams or Aston or one of the more midfield or backmarker teams put something out, the rest of the teams are going to go, yeah, sure, but it probably won't fucking work. So, you know, what's the.
1: <laughs> yeah, who who knows? Who knows? But again, are they going to launch, you know, a fully painted car or are they going to do what Williams done and, by the sixth race of the season have their car stripped back to just carbon fiber. That was... Yeah, just... Yeah, that yeah. was mental. Progressively worse with each team last year for, for a long time. Aston done it. Yeah. Williams Williams was the worst. Williams was almost black so it was by the time, <laughs> by the time it got to Azerbaijan.
0: It's crazy how, how much they were worried about weight at the start. Like, that showed... Because there was a lot of them talking about how difficult it was to get the new chassis down to the minimum weight. And... Yeah, you kind of every season they talk about how difficult these technical challenges are and you kind of have to take a lot of it with a pinch of salt because they will say things like oh we're struggling because they don't want a, another team to know what they're doing. But when they started actually physically taking the paint off, that was when like for me as well I sat there and thought all right there's obviously something to this because they're not going to strip sponsor logos and liveries off unless there's no. you
1: know? no, I I don't know what I don't know what Red Bull I just a reference to stripping paint Red Bull didn't seem to strip anything off and they were complaining heavily over being overweight at the time. They had a fantastic Aero package and, and what they'd done with, it, with the car was, was perfect in terms of their underfloor mm-hmm. design. But they, were, they used experimental material, well, not experimental materials, it was obviously carbon, yeah. but they, they, didn't, they didn't go all out in what they used materials-wise and then they started stripping the weight back when they started stripping the weight back, reliability went with, the obviously, the DRS and Max pressing it F 50 F and times down the straight <laughs> and things like that, you know? Yeah. But it, it, it's a case of, we didn't see Red Bull strip paint off the car. They knew that they had a good package. They just needed to fix a yeah. couple of items on it.
0: I wonder, did, yeah, because I didn't see anything stripped off. I was going to say, maybe we just didn't notice because of how dark the car is anyway. Well, but- yeah. I think it, yeah, it would have been reported upon because there was people who were up close,
1: and you're right. Everybody, everybody, and and I everybody don't think Mercedes cars.
0: didn't either, and Ferrari didn't either. I don't think, or did they?
1: I think Mercedes, um, Mercedes, Mercedes were playing around with the front wings, anyways. Yeah. So they didn't. I don't think they had painted much of the front wings at the start because and their rear wing. I think their first, their first rear wing was re, was was actually. Somebody got an angle grinder and they started taking rear ring off. Yeah, I seen I seen them grinding things down and trying to make that. that's. I, I think, think it was actually I, that clip was made in Saudi. It was yeah, where I, they were trying to. I think we're gonna have to get used. to the,
0: I think we're gonna have to get used to that because it seems like now that there's the cost cap era as well. You're gonna just see them cutting up old parts and reusing them because it's they just don't have the money to to no. to build it on. Yeah.
1: Oh. No, no, and uh, again, Williams certainly didn't have the resources to do anything else. Yeah, except bring, except bring maybe one, what one car fully up, updated, and he he ended up in it in 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 Brit, in Britain in um, Alex Albon's car. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I actually, I was it, reading. It was, um, it was actually ironic. I was reading yesterday as well that apparently Williams are still not at the budget cap, where I assumed they would be. Apparently they're, they're only at like a hundred, I, I say only, but this is F1 people remember this only at 111 million. Um, so they're not quite at the budget cap. And I don't know why I assumed, but they have that, um, that Asian billionaire. I can never remember his name. I think it's low, um, who invested yeah. and Doralton backing. I just assumed they'd be at the cost cap and that it was more of an engineering problem, but it seems like it seems like that team has a lot to fix. And I know this is a, a tangent from, from livery launches, but as I said at the start, anyone watching we're Irish, it, we can't help it. So.
1: No, absolutely. <laughs> there you go. That, uh, that's another day's work. <laughs> yeah. uh, in terms, of, obviously, in terms of Darlington, they're, they're kind of approaching it like Gene Haas, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Gene Haas has the money. He could have brought the money to the cost cap and, and for Haas, but he didn't. They still fell short last year when they lost EuroCali due to obviously wars in Ukraine and 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 you know different different uh, complications on that side of 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 the politics in F one. Unfortunately, yeah, but yeah. We, we it it's Darsen's Darzen is is going about things that they want to make as much money as they can as quickly as they can without putting much in. They know the cost of F one is rising, they know that the cost cap is there. They know how much they need. Yeah. But are they really going to sink all their money into into, you know, funding Williams themselves when they could possibly get some sponsors in, the likes of Law, the likes of who you know, they like Portia. now now <laughs> we're talking Porsche, is it Gulf? Yeah. You know, what are we going to see? If Gulf comes in, yeah, they're going to they're going to reach the budget cap straight away. Yeah. But they're not... Don't they you need that one big name sponsor? There, there was no... I, 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 sorry to... Cut Cell cut. batteries isn't, isn't going to... Uh, no, it.
0: definitely. It doesn't... They don't... They're not going to invest that much money because they're not going to get many battery sales no. out of it, I don't think. Um. <laughs> but one, one thing I was going to ask you there, actually, because you brought it up. Has there been any... Because I haven't seen any, but maybe maybe I've missed it. Has there been any news on Golf? Because there was that strange thing where golf obviously split with McLaren that was announced a while back. Right. But then they put up that, that kind of cryptic message saying announcement coming soon. And it had an F1 car in it. And then obviously there was all that, you know, commotion around Porsche and they had the golf photo in it with that, your man who found the frame of Frank Williams and all that stuff. Right. Frank Williams. But Porsche have since said, no, there's nothing to do with it. Like, and Williams said, no, we're not selling and, and all this, but golf still haven't announced anything. Uh, and and you'd imagine and
1: that's what that's what excites me now there has been no news and I have checked that on a couple of occasions Mm -hmm. since that that, you know announcement that is coming (laughs) we're still waiting for it who knows when that's coming maybe it's going to come in the launch maybe Williams are going to unveil this car with a full gulf livery and it's going to be baby blue and orange and it's just going to look like McLaren did in Monaco Two years ago, but uh, you know, uh, which was which would be amazing because that was an unbelievable livery. But uh, I, I, I can only see Gulf announcing something if it is Williams on the day of the launch now that we're so close to it. But uh, it's not looking good if it is Gulf now, but it still excites me that the fact that there is no other announcement that,
2: that it could yeah, be then.
1: Williams, Williams, Gulf would be nice because, like, you look at all the other teams they all have associations with um, oil, mm-hmm. you know, Shell with Ferrari, yes. with Red Bull, Aramco with Aston Martin, uh, Petronas, yeah. Mercedes, you know, the list goes on. Yeah, and I suppose McLaren is now the only one, but as far as I'm aware.
0: Um, yeah, actually, that's a fair point as well, because you've got McLaren, well, McLaren, Williams and Haas obviously don't. don't. Do Haas have one? I don't think so alpha do mm. have there oh that's a good one as well i don't know
1: you'd you'd imagine you'd imagine alpha would have a link with shell as being the ferrari power unit yeah and, and well. actually probably has as and, well and shell was actually on the the alpha if you remember a couple of years back on the front wing it,
0: yeah it was at one so, point so i'm sure they still have links maybe but then
1: yeah for sure yeah I, they're not going to put they're not going to put SO oil into a Ferrari or No, know, in, you, yeah, in, in, in an Alfa. You would
0: imagine that basically the guys who mix up the the oil for the likes of Ferrari probably supply that to yeah. all of the Ferrari cars, maybe, and vice versa. For sure. Um, although, then again, Aston Martin obviously has a Ramco and they run a Mercedes engine, so I wonder do they run different That's mixtures? True. You know.
1: Um, mm, yeah, and you wonder then is is that a knock on effect of? Maybe where Aston is lacking that power that the Mercedes have. Again, who knows? This this is the crazy thing about this
0: sport as well that, you know, a a lot of people, I think, especially newer fans, maybe don't see. And, you know, it's one of those sports that's just mental how much money and how much is needed to get, you know, a a tenth of a second is a massive leap in Formula One, you know? It's unbelievable. So you say something like, I wonder if the oil makes a difference. And someone say, Yeah, but I can't make that big of a difference. Oh, well, it's a tenth of a lap. And, well, what difference is that? Well, that could be the difference between, you know, pole and, and fifth, you know, and so. Yeah,
1: for sure. <laughs> and especially with the, with how tight the grid is closing up with the top, the top three teams and, you know, we're going to have, you know, you're maybe going to have Alpine join maybe this year if they can get the reliability sorted. Yeah. on that power unit. But they're the only ones. I, I, read, I, I read something the other day. Um, I think it was actually from the race or it was Autosport, I'm not quite sure, but um, the gains that Ferrari is making, 30 horsepower yep. per power unit, yep. 16 for Mercedes and 10 for uh, Red Bull, yep. and Alpine are questioning that because they're the only ones that has made reliability um improvements and not gained anything in horsepower
0: yeah so like so this quite, is the
1: question in that
0: this is the interesting thing about this this whole power unit thing and i told you there'd be tangents everyone watching so this is the interest
1: i love it
0: i love it the, the the interesting thing about all of this for me is there was supposed to be an engine freeze right end of last year okay so obviously, the power increase is because you've got better reliability, so you can turn the engine yeah. up further because that's under the regulations, the only way it could go up. But then you have to wonder if Alpine are saying they didn't go up. Were they running their engine at full power all year? You know, like because that's the only way you can go up like, well, according to the yeah. legs. So were Alpine, is that why you know, um, the car was causing so many problems for Alonso? You're running it at full power.
1: That I think I think Alonso being Alonso, he's a he, he is he's the greedy type. Yeah. He he won but you wonder, yeah. Also, was it his driving style maybe that was affected? Was he on throttle more when you know all comes able to lift and cost a little bit more? Yeah. Again, who knows? We 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 can we we don't know how he's right left foot is doing in on, in the car in the monocoque, but. Alonso being Alonso with his aggressive driving style, and he always gets everything. You remember, even when Honda was bad, mm-hmm. when they went McLaren initially, it was mostly his car was reliability. It was failing to start the Bahrain Grand Prix. It was, you know, blowing up midway through the Hungarian Grand Prix. He went and got his dick chair. Yeah, and that decided the yeah, Jack that I'm on summer break yeah. <laughs> after after. After ragging a bad car around Hungary for a couple of laps, again, the power unit, it kept blowing up. Van Dorn, yeah, it did blow up, but it still didn't have as many retirements. It just wasn't quick. Yeah. and GP2 engine.
0: Maybe he's just the unluckiest two-time world champion in the world, you know? <laughs> I mean, that's just that.
1: Yeah, he just peaked after two thousand six and was like, "Yeah, I've enough now." And like two thousand seven, then was too much. Drama. I was only
0: talking to someone about two thousand twelve today. What a season he he put in that year! That was incredible.
1: It, it, if 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 I think it's it's is it six points or four points? And Alonso's a four time world champion. Yeah, it's that? something. It's is something that, ridiculous
0: that like that because there's what two? Well, there's there's a couple of stages where he's had two points, isn't there? In it, so I'd say it's about six. Yeah, but.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. And uh, Alonso, tax will be like uh, the way he puts his uh, spin on things. He he will say that yeah, he was world champion in twenty twelve. Yeah. You know, two thousand seven
0: probably Paul, as well.
1: Paul, Paul Darista De decided to meet the wall in Interlagos. Yeah,
0: and in two thousand seven, he'll say it was Ron Dennis's fault. He should have been up there. They held him back. You know. Ah.
1: Oh, that's a. That's that's a sticky one. Like that's a whole podcast, you know, a discussion. But, to be honest
0: with you, if there's a lack of news over the course of the season, maybe we should start a podcast where we go back into some history and talk about how ridiculous it was. Because I think <laughs> there are a lot of fans uh, since strive to survive that don't realize that F one's always been controversial. It's just more people shouting on Twitter about it now. It's always been like yeah, this. Yeah,
1: Twi- like if you look back. If t- if Twitter existed to the level, I don't know, did Twitter exist in two thousand seven?
0: A pro- well, I think so, but not to the level it is now. I, I can't remember. No, if it
1: if it was to the level it is now, and spygate happened, then yeah, and with it Twitter at that level, unbelievable. I mean, you've got chaos
0: before, and we will jump back to livery launches in a minute and continue on with twenty twenty three. But if bear with, bear with us. <laughs> we're having some Irish technical problems, but uh, no, if if you were <laughs> to uh, if you were to have F one Twitter even back in the two thousand, let alone that the senna Prost days, forget about that, even just the late 2000s, right? You've got 2007, you've got Spygate, 2009, you've got Crashgate, where, um... PK, PK Jr., yeah, chucked it in the wall, and Alonso, uh, won. And then... Another, the, another
1: controversial PK. Yeah,
0: exactly, yeah. The less PK we talk about, the better, I think. And then... For sure. And then... Senior, senior especially. Exactly, and then we had 2010, when the teams threatened to leave and set up their own, uh... Their own Formula One championship under a different name because they were because of the cost cap. And that was only reversed when Max Mosley, the then FIA president, was caught in an alleged orgy, which he later admitted was an orgy. But he says the allegations that it were Nazi themed were incorrect. So if you think, (laughs) if you think everyone's controversial now, it's always been this way. It's just there's, it's always (laughs) been so.
1: Right up to the point of Maldonado's win in Spain was <laughs> controversial. Like the fact that it, the fact that his garage went on fire after the, the team photo uh, after winning that race was like what it, it, everything conspiracy started all over the place with that fire. What were they burning? What were they trying to get rid of? You know, did they have special tires that weekend? Was Pirelli <laughs> playing around? Uh, and was there a, a a draw where Williams won the draw to? for these amazing tires to get them to the end. I mean,
0: we even had like in 2019 Ferrari engine scandal. It's constant. It's constant. It's just,
1: we we still don't, we still don't know the outcome. That that is
0: the thing that, uh, and I I swear we will get back to things, but anyway, that is the one thing that I found kind of annoying about. There was a lot of people obviously talking about Red Bull, right? Last year. And I think the cost cap breach, and I, I said myself, the cost cap breach was ridiculous. And, I think they should have came down a little bit harder, but I wasn't sure where you could go because do you take a World champ Drivers' Championship away? That's, you know, like we've never we never had that before. So what do you do? But the one thing I said was, it is a little bit mental that people are pushing so hard for this, but no one is still asking, wait, hang on, what happened with Ferrari in 2019? Like they just yeah. signed a document yeah, and, and no one knows. Yeah, about.
1: exactly. And everyone was like, oh, Christian Horner, you know, he, he said it was draconian and everything like that. Right, for were completely off there for three years, yep. and they only decided to challenge again this year. You know because they got their power unit legal yep. up to a certain point where they actually had to turn it down again because they were so unreliable. But that's a that's Ferrari, and uh, Ferrari likes to mess things up with their their, their own power unit. Yeah. Um, it's just but, there's, there's always yeah, they, this controversy they, they, they still didn't provide any answers no exactly And even Christian Horner was able to come out he came out with his head head up he came out fairly aggressively to the media and you know gave his reasons and, and everything like that this year with the cost cap uh, Mattia Berardo I, I don't remember him coming out and mentioning anything of his meeting with FIA no, or Formula 1 no. uh, after his Agreement they came to conclusion, and there's a lot of this in F1, yeah. so bear with me when I do this. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it, cause it's because it's, it's 100% valid every time it's done, you know, it, it's because of Ferrari and, and and just how long they're in. The yeah, sport. And we get this, they seem to be able to just call, we the get shot. this
0: all the time I as would, well.
1: And I'm a Ferrari fan, don't yeah, you know, don't get me wrong, Ferrari is great, it's great for the sport. We'd be lost without the red car on yeah. the grid, you know, in terms of. It's heritage, yeah. but at the same time, they get a, they get away of order. They're like the only child. They're spoiled yeah. they, and they're just led away. With I it. think
0: this is the problem, isn't it? We had, um, like one of the arguments I got, obviously when I, you know, I, I said, yeah, look, Red Bull need to be punished for breaking the rules. That's what, you know, the rules are there for. You break them, you get some sort of punishment. That's the way it works. Yeah, But I was like, you know, it is just always the way that when one team's winning, everyone just assumes that they're in bed with the FIA. And we've seen it just... Constantly, it just happens all the time, but that 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 Ferrari yeah. one yeah. kind of pushed it. For me, that was one where it was like, okay, I can deal with when someone gets does something wrong and they find them or punish them or whatever. And you you're never gonna make everyone happy with the punishment, but to just seal it and say, yeah, we're not talking about this anymore, no. that was a bit a bit mental, you know. Like you don't, I, I don't know if 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 they had have done that with Red Bull or the cars cap, there would have been murder. And I guess the only argument I got back from people that was a kind of, I guess a valid argument was, yeah, but Ferrari didn't win the championship in 2019. I'm like, yeah, but does that mean then you can cheat up until the point that you win? You know, like, are, are you allowed to cheat all the yeah. time? So
1: like Red Red, So Red Bull, it's the same thing as saying, like Red Bull was allowed to break the cost cap until the point that yes. uh, And and out. And, and they had the championship won at that yeah. stage. It was too yeah. late.
0: So like... <laughs> Uh I don't know. But anyway, let's uh well, I suppose we should probably jump back to this season. Uh.
1: <laughs> yeah, and maybe something a little less hectic than power <laughs> units and uh let's go with the stickers on the cars. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I don't, I don't know, I'm not I'm looking forward to the livery launches just because to be honest, it seems like forever, I think because the World Cup came in obviously and the ended ended Formula yeah. 1 early. It seems like it's been an eternity since I've seen cars now. So I'm I'm looking forward to it from that side. But I'm also not getting too excited because I know the majority are just going to be stickers on old cars, you know. Um, so
1: I'm still excited because you know, especially to see, you know, what where where designs are going. Is it, it, it is every team going to still be the same color as such? Yeah. You know, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Of the teams that change regularly, the likes of Williams, like. Williams one year was white with a bit yeah. of blue. Last year they went completely different. You know, Aston Martin had a design with BWT their first year, but obviously that went, so they went I reverted back to a little bit of lime green or whatever. Yeah, they changed. It, they made you know, the green and yellow whatever you
0: proper want. in the light because the first the the twenty twenty one car looked amazing under the studio lights, but out on track it just looked black. So it was yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, but the, I think I think the, I think the best Aston Martin. I think the best livery last year, uh, you know, outside the basic ones. You know, Ferrari always looks pretty decent. Um, was well, definitely Aston Martin. Yeah,
0: I think so. The Alfa Romeo I thought was really nice as well. The styling on it, but I, I wonder will yeah. Haas, I guess Haas is the one that will probably see the biggest change in just because they're coming with a brand new sponsor, and you'd imagine that that'll be quite big, but is MoneyGram is red and white anyway, right? So it's the same colours.
1: MoneyGram, uh, unfortunately, MoneyGram is red and white in terms of, you know, are we going to see much? I'd like to see them incorporate, you know, a little bit more of that American side because this big threat threat with Andretti coming in, they now need to stamp their authority. While they are still the only American team on the grid, they 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 now need to buy into that. Three races in the USA this year, they definitely need to be all on, on all over that um that that American flag and and, and represent country. Definitely.
0: And you've actually just segued perfectly into talking about rookies because interestingly, Gene uh or Gunther Steiner the other day said that in a couple of years they would love to get Logan Sargent in to the quote unquote American team, um, is what he said. Which is odd yeah. because they haven't looked for an American driver until a new American team is is on the outskirts you know
1: (laughs) yeah and just and just in addition to what you were saying with gunter they 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 did actually look he said they looked but there was nobody experienced enough for them to take on so it just goes to show mick was already on out the door for the simple reason they were looking for someone experienced and that, that that that's unfortunate yeah it's yeah, annoying for it's Mick because Mick could
0: have probably gotten a seat elsewhere if he had been told back in June. Perhaps you know, I'm sure, I'm sure the likes of Williams maybe would have taken him on just even for the the press, you know. So it's it's a shame for Mick.
1: I don't know. I'm not. Sh- I, I'm not sure whether I agree with you. Whether Williams taking you on st- taking him on that early in the year, especially I know because Piastri was uh, on the in, wings and informed. He yeah, was, yeah. and so was Nick yeah. DeVries and Jack yeah. Doen. So there was them three names there were being floated with, with Williams as well as Alpine and then yeah and then Williams Williams driver situation year, was the yeah, opposite
0: yeah. of the uh this is gonna be an odd reference for anyone not from Ireland, but it's the opposite of the Dublin bus situation where usually none come and then three come at once. They had the reverse <laughs> of that where they had
1: three and then no yeah. one showed up. <laughs> that's for sure, yeah. <laughs> Nobody understands outside, of uh, I that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure uh, any bus network in, in, in uh, any busy city will be probably on more t- on better time than uh, Dublin buses be. But that's uh, yeah,
0: yeah, especially those pesky I, Germans. I, but anyway, we won't get into that. I,
1: I hope. I hope there's not many. I hope there's not many from Dublin bus now <laughs> unsubscribing.
0: Yeah, I hope not. Maybe you never know. There could be could be someone on a Dublin bus listening to this on Spotify tomorrow. You never know. You know what I mean? Uh, who
1: knows? Well, that's that's uh, that's that's what they should do. Yeah, but, uh, exactly. So either they do Such or crap. not. Yeah, they they have time. They have time before the car launches.
0: So let's uh, let's get into the rookie talk because I think that's that's one of the interesting parts of this year is we have a few rookies on the grid. Um, one of which isn't really a rookie, let's be honest. But anyway, we'll get into that in a bit. But um, let, let's start, I guess, from the back and work our way through is the easiest way to do it. So, what do we think of yeah. of, of Logan Sargent? Um,
1: I was well, we can elaborate a bit more than we can on uh, decals and yours and liveries yeah. <laughs> and everything like that at the minute.
0: Well, apparently so. I don't know. We just did thirty minutes on liveries, although I think fifteen minutes of that was on history of F one. So
1: <laughs> liveries and engines and yeah. All the spikes.
0: Exactly, yeah. Um I don't know, Logan Sargent, uh, in his junior career, I didn't follow his junior career, so I'm hoping you did, because... <laughs>
1: uh, no, is the, is the short answer, but I can... The, the little bit of light I can shed on it, I'm not going to bluff my way <laughs> through it, because I don't know much about Logan Sargent. I do know he ran... Piastri to The Wire the year they were both together in Formula 3. Wow, okay. Um, um, I'm not quite sure the, the points difference there, but uh, it was tight and in the end.
2: Okay. Uh,
1: um, but in terms of that's kind of the only comparison I have, is the, and I suppose it's something to be excited for because. Anybody who runs Piastri with his rise to stardom has has uh, has been quite good. Yeah, it must be quite good. Yeah. Um, I can't say all that. He he was he's a very uh, consistent driver in terms of he's not the one that gets into incidents. I nice. know that from his time in Formula Two. Okay. He's he's very much start the race. He'll finish the race, and I suppose I can't really say what his pace is like overall but he has he's got his podiums in formula 2 and he's obviously had his uh, high enough finish for his super license
0: yeah so that's but
1: i have very very little very little on poor logan <laughs> i'm really <laughs> scraping the bars bar, so. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: but the, what you said about consistency i think is a good thing though because that's what williams need they they're definitely one of the teams that can't yeah. afford many crashes or many issues um, so having having a a driver who, like you said, starts and finishes the race, more importantly, is probably a good thing for yeah. them. Um, If he was... I, I mean, I wasn't aware that he was giving Piastri a run at one point. Obviously, you know, we, we can't see how that followed through to F2, and obviously we don't... Because as far as I'm aware, if I'm not wrong, Logan Sargent had to drop out a year of F2, didn't he, and come back, or he couldn't enter because of financial yeah. reasons or something, I think was the
1: issue. There was something... His actual career, I think, nearly went down the drain due to financial reasons. Oh. But, um Sponsors obviously came in and, and things like that, and, and I suppose sponsors is is playing a big role, you know, in a, all, all these junior junior drivers' careers, and and it's 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 it, it definitely there's a link there with him, and then you know how money is 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 vital because you know, Grand New York, he didn't, he didn't win his, he didn't win his F2 no. title, but he still got through because of his 30 backing, million dollars million will you get know, you. And was, yeah. hey, exactly. And, and, and even Nick DeVries is, 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 is investments is haunting him now to this yeah. day. Yeah. And, and, and that's another, that's another rookie we have to refer to in a few minutes. Who is a rookie, but not a rookie, but is yeah. a rookie uh, kind of a fella. But he, we, we still, we still have to look at Logan. He's at the start, very start of his career, has had no other experience other than junior Fever yeah. series, and uh, he's now he's still exciting prospect, even though because because there's so little about him, I suppose this side of 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 the pond will say. And um, obviously in America he has these, he has a following, but because he carries that flag. Um, but decided upon which we still we're still second guessing ourselves yeah. on, on him, you know, he's not your European driver, and that's where I'm lost. <laughs> I, I, I dearly got to say, I know more, I know more about Colton Heritage than I do about Logan Tarn, yeah. and that's absolutely <laughs> no, no offense to to, to Logan. Well, that, this.
0: is The thing for me as well, like, I used to follow the F2 and F2 F3 series a little bit more closely, but over the last couple of years, I just I really haven't because especially now as well with so much social media and so much so much content out there, I tend to know like, oh, well, I don't need to really stick around it because someone will just inform me, you know, that way. So I haven't really been pushing up to date yeah. on it. And it's kind of been when I hear about some exciting driver, okay, then I'll go and learn more. Whereas Logan Sargent was kind of, Williams seemed to have run out of options. And it was like, oh, we'll bring Logan in. And that was as much as I kind of, I was okay. like, oh, okay, yeah. right.
1: I think it was a it was a little bit of a a little bit of a panic move with, for Williams, in my opinion, going with Logan initially. That's was that's my take. Yeah, I think that they could have went still with somebody a little bit more experienced. Um, I I suppose I'm I'm thinking along the lines of even looking at the likes of an indie car grid, you know, or an indie Indy grid. Even looking at the Likes of someone else in Formula Two, honestly, too. as
0: well. One of the um, things I did think about is, um, you know, like there's some Drogovic. Well, even just there's some talented drivers, like Form. Um, sorry, I'm just fixing something on screen. If anyone's wondering why I keep looking over here um, in the video feed, if you're listening to this, you're not going to know. We're not making
1: awkward. Uh, yeah, we're not making awkward eye contact. <laughs> I promise. But uh, <laughs> the
0: one thing I did think about, right, the other day, is. There's a lot of talented, like, former F1 drivers that just didn't get a chance. Well, there's not a lot, but there's a few, right? And I was thinking the other day, surely if, say, for the likes of Williams, if they had a around and said, look, Stoffel van Dorn, will you come back for a season? You know, I think he'd jump it. I, I think he'd jump in. I,
1: uh, I was always a big fan was always A big fan of Stoffel. A very
0: talented. A guy, Stoffel. Very talented.
1: The wrong, wrong place, time. the wrong yeah. time with uh, Fernando Alonso yeah. and just wrong power unit, wrong car and just uh, it was a, we, uh, McLaren was at a transitional period and uh, I don't think Gary Puglia was the man there to manage either Fernando or, or Stoffel. Um, Stoffel. And,
0: and Stoffel is...
1: They were two, different, two different individuals.
0: And like he's, he's only 30 years old now. He's not like he's past his peak, you know what I mean? Um, For
1: sure. Current former league champion.
0: Exactly. You know, I was just looking up his age there, because I was like, is he is he maybe getting on? But I was like, oh, surely he's not. And then, yeah, he's only 30. So no. I, I it did surprise me that when you have the likes of, you know, Williams and Haas and so on, that need that experience, and obviously pickings are slim, it did kind of surprise me that Williams didn't at least... Or maybe they did. Maybe they reached out to Stoffel Vandoorne, and he said, "No, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with what I'm doing." Maybe, maybe, but it surprises me that we didn't hear anything. I
1: do I think, I think if Stoffel was offered the seat, he would have taken your hand off. Yeah. He would have taken that seat. He would, he would have been like, "Give me the seat, fit. I'm ready." Yeah. And he would have been, he would have been super happy. Current Formula E champion, getting his break back to Formula One ahead of a uh, maybe the Formula Two champion. Yeah. He would have taken that all day long and I'm surprised they didn't look at Drogovic. I'm surprised, you know, they didn't look at somebody else even in the junior categories. Yeah, you know, just to maybe even
0: maybe it's money. Maybe Logan even maybe Logan Sargent is just so cheap that you know it's just an easy route for them. I mean maybe. Yeah,
1: I I I'd say I'd say cheap in terms of his salary, yeah. but in terms of what he's going to what he's going to bring to the table with American following provided he's able to show that he he's a good driver he's going he's going to have a, he's going to he's going to put williams you know williams williams are promising this year yeah. in terms of to have an american rookie yeah. to have the first american since since that that team that, since america has risen you know uh, try to survive yeah. and all the popularity boom who the was the last american he, was it scott yeah, speed
0: it, it, was there someone after No, him?
1: Alexander Rossi. Yes, Manner. Yes, yep, yep.
0: I forgot. I keep forgetting about those back oh, marker three times.
1: R.I.P. Manor. Yeah, uh, we we love Manner. Yeah, um, they're so, up uh, there with USF yeah. one. Uh, USF one. Well, at least they got the car <laughs> uh, rolling at some point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's, not, it's still not. Just, it's, just, it's not a tub somewhere in <laughs> a closed down. Back, you know, if the
0: yeah, if the um, tub still exists, it's probably being used as a bathtub by someone rich and famous.
1: Yeah, could Possibly, maybe Peter Windsor is actually swimming in that club. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Actually, yeah, so Williams is really exciting this year, I think, in terms of his prospects. You know, we're talking, we're talking the likes of Logan Sargent coming in, big American following now, trying to survive, all that, you know, USA rise We have, you know, James Vowles coming in, he's the exciting new team principal there, or the Yep. Is he team principal or is he CEO? Is he no? He's they're, team principal. They're looking for CEO. He is team principal. Yeah, he's team principal. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah he's, they're looking for he's, probably Doriton will take over the CEO role as a whole at the at the minute. Yeah. Um, maybe James, maybe James is going to look into somebody and uh, maybe make another phone call and say, Toto, I am going to take <laughs> somebody else. Give us, and Toto will be like, No, 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 that's uh, not going to happen. So. But Basically, he's in a good place, driver-wise. They have Alex Albon there, really consistent, um, you know, good driver. Got, got into the points regularly last year when the opportunities arose. Logan, he has, you know, he's exciting in terms of he's new, he's going to be enthusiastic. And I suppose he's that American flag beside him, which will give Williams Uh, a little bit more capital in hopefully maybe them buying some uh, merchandise Um, and hopefully their their merchandise is a lot better this year than it was last year and if Williams Uh, want to send either of
0: us any sort of test sample merchandise we'd be open to that as well
1: by all means (laughs) we are both open to that and uh, that goes to all the other nine teams on the grid as well
0: any teams want to send us anything in fact, I was thinking the other day. I would love an old Formula One car for the entrance to my house. I mean, my house isn't big enough for an old F one car, but oh. I'll I'll buy a new house if I need to to fit that in. You know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, look. I'll actually. I'm, I'll actually dig a hole in the ground, bury it, yeah. and then take it back up. Just, just to say that, yeah, that car was underground yeah. in Ireland. You know, but uh, yeah, yeah, Irish turf. Irish turf means more.
0: It's, it's expensive stuff. You know, it's expensive stuff.
1: Expensive. You have to go, it's, a, it's at a premium.
0: I mean, you, it's not like you just go down the bog and cut it. Well, I suppose that's exactly what you do. But anyway, that's not the point. It's expensive stuff. That's um, not
1: the point. But uh merchandise, F1 teams, yeah. you know where we are. <laughs>
0: or if you don't know where we are, just email. There's an email address somewhere below. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Yeah, we'll give you a free 10-second commercial for every merch that you send. Um. So if you, oh,
1: it yeah, yes. Oh, you're making this sound so good. It's going to be a podcast, National. it's going
0: to be a podcast of just commercials at one point, isn't it? Just literally tune into the We Get Free Merch podcast. Um.
1: Yeah, and then <laughs> and then if the, the actual podcast follows, yeah, Where we exactly. talk about 401 one stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, one hour
1: one hour of advertisements, one hour of podcasts. We'll, we'll do hour.
0: it like that thing where people link full episodes of TV shows on YouTube, where you have to watch through to get the link at the end to the full podcast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think, I think Williams could be an interesting one. What, what I, before we move on to the next rookie as well, there, it will be interesting to see who they appoint as CTO as well, because they still haven't got a technical chief after FX Demaison left. left. So, That's right,
1: yeah. FX. That's who I was thinking yeah. of. Maybe that of who they're going to uh, replace there, but I don't think they're going to replace anyone this year. I'm, no. I'm not quite sure. You know, they're they're gonna they're gonna rely a lot on James yeah. this year, and I think Matia um, Bonotto is going to end up in Audi. Think, Just saying. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, you know that uh, once his gardening leave is up, I think Seidel is making the phone call. He is calling it in, and he'd be like, okay. Matia. You know, we'll get, we're getting, we're putting a band, we're putting the new, we're, we're not getting the band back together, we're putting the band together.
0: Yeah. And, and, and course, I mean, that's
1: going to be, a, it, would well.
0: a- it would make sense as well. It would make sense as well. Because, like, like we said earlier, if you want a guy who can make an engine that's the fastest, legal or not legal, and just sign some sealed documents afterwards, then Matthias Bonato's your guy, you know? That's the. <laughs> I,
1: I think Matthias, the man, He, he he's going to, he's going to, he's going to do it for you. He's going to do it for you. I mean, you are with a with a with a hairstyle like that, you couldn't you couldn't but just you know be like ah that's Mattia he's a nice yeah, guy yeah Matea is not a nice guy Mattia will make you an engine that will absolutely blitz the whole grid if you need yeah it. and
0: if, if Ferrari had been if Ferrari had been clever I think they would have just given him support because I think he was on the right track but that's a story for another podcast I suppose that's a big <sighs> one we could talk about for sure for um, sure yeah
1: maybe with a bit yeah of so
0: the the. The next rookie up the grid, I'm trying to think in terms of constructor's team order, the next rookie up the grid is, is Nick DeVries, right? Oh, Nick, yeah. Nick De Vries. Yeah, He's a guy that I think, again, and an interestingly, like we talked about Stoffel Van Dorn, Formula E champion as well, experienced driver, he's an odd rookie because he's not really a rookie, and you know, he is the Formula One, but he's, you know, he's not your standard rookie,
1: basically. I, I think I think when Nick he's yes he's a, he, by title he's a formerly league champion and I suppose somebody is going to you know hate <laughs> me for saying this but he's a he's a formerly world champion in was it a shortened FE season? It was 2020 uh, it was
0: the COVID was it 2020 season. to 2021? It was
1: the co- it was that season wasn't it? I and I, yeah and I think that was shortened uh, if I mm-hmm. can remember um Whereas I would look at the likes of Stoffel and be like, he is more of your. But look, he's he's a Formula, he's a formerly world title, And here, look, there, before but, we dig him too much uh, here,
0: like he did be the incredible Nicholas Latifi in Formula Two as well. I mean, you've got to give him that.
1: I mean, yeah. What <laughs> the only thing is, could he, could he, could he couldn't be him eating as much Nutella? As no, a, well a that's. Nick or as Nicholas Nicky Latifi
0: no that's true I mean Nicholas Latifi should have I think if he had brought Nutella in as a sponsor he would have stuck around for another year but that we'll never know now you know yeah he went for the coffee uh, he
1: went for the coffee instead so he did yeah,
0: yeah which I think is his dad's company right as far as I'm aware <laughs> yeah Lavazza, and, and
1: Yeah, uh, is the overall brand isn't
0: it yeah I, I believe so but yeah Nick I think uh, Nick is an odd one because uh, like I said he's not quite your normal rookie, because the normal rookie is just, you know, feeder series and in, let's say, or you know, maybe off the grid mm. and and reserve driver for a while or whatever. But he's been not only in FE right, but also like the amount of teams he's he did FP1 sessions for in 2022. You know,
1: I mean, he, he was he he was he was just taking he was looking for the free merch. He was looking for free. That's races. what it was. That's all he was going on, you know. That's what. That's that's literally. He's his full. His full uh, bedroom is just hanging with with with, with race and, race uh, So this year, and as year, you've just, he even topped it off with a McLaren. Exactly. And as year. you've just
0: heard, we're not against that. So maybe Nick could join us for the free merch podcast as well, because you know he's obviously on that side.
1: Absolutely. If he, if, if uh, yeah, he, he's he is an abundance of race suits, so but baby. I th- I think he's a I think
0: he's a, <laughs> he's a capable hand as well. And I think as well, it's probably a good signing for Alpha Tauri, not so much for Red Bull. I don't know if Red Bull would move him up. I guess I guess we need to see how good he is in an F1 car. But I think it's a good move for Alpha Tauri because he has the experience in Mercedes cars and he he's a little bit older, a little bit more experienced. I think he'll be able to help them a little bit more with development as well um, than maybe some of the other drivers that they've had who... Come into a red bull car and only or well an alpha Tauri car or toro rosso and only drive that car until they're gone for good, whereas he's driven you know other other cars on the grid which may be may be helpful I'm not an f one engineer, but I imagine that would be helpful
1: see in terms of nick De Vries, he he has he has that experience that it, it it is yeah it is vital of course you know working in the simulator there constantly in 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 mercedes it's it's going to it's going to um, it's going to be uh, quite uh, a, 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 an easy jump for him, but it's going to be a big shock to the system going from such a large setup to Faenza, you know, in in Italy yeah. to to develop a car. But I still think that if Nick outscores Yuki, and I I love Yuki, Yuki's I think we all love a bit yeah. Yuki, just the character. But I think this is Yuki's final season to show the f1 grid what he can do and show red bull and, and Helmut Marple what he can yeah. do if he beats Nick or oh, he's, he's safe he's safe in the Tower if he doesn't i think he's he's out at the, the gap he's out he's in he's basically out the door yeah. Nick has shown that he has the experience how to be experienced as well as inexperienced he he can he can jump into any car and, and look impressive. Yeah. So I suppose that's going to be something that Yuki is going to feel a bit of a threat for. But it's up to Yuki to take control of that team. He's there the yeah. longest. He's not the rookie anymore. And he's going to have to take that role Pierre had and, and show exactly what he can do and yeah. how he can, he can uh, develop a car as well. And, and if he wants that car developed around him, he's going to have to be very clear... In in what he's saying, um. But Nick Nick has the experience there, and I'm sure Tolo has uh, trained him well in how to speak nicely to engineers and get his way. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, I think I think that's going to. I, I think it, I think it's looking good for Nick at Alpha Tower. Yeah.
0: And the only thing I think that unless Yuki has a good season, the only thing I think that could save him are simply the rumors that Honda might want to buy out that team to come back. But I think that'd be the only thing that would save him if he has a bad season. Yuki, I know we're talking about Nick, but just to go on a little bit of a tangent, Yuki, I think was just, was an unfortunate kind of disappointing one for me. Cause he was, that was one season I did watch uh, in F2 and he was impressive in F2 and he, he's a fast driver. And I was kind of hoping that he would come yeah. in and maybe be, I wasn't expecting a Max Verstappen, but maybe come in and be that t- style where, yes, he'd make lots of mistakes, but he'd be fast enough. And then once he got over his mistakes, he'd be fast enough that no one would care about the mistakes anymore. And it hasn't really gone that way. It seems the more he tries to fix no, the mistakes, no. the slower he's gotten. Maybe I'm not sure. Maybe if that's the case, or I, th-
1: I think I think we're referring to Yuki more so than we did with Alex and Williams, and comparing him to Logan because. I suppose Yuki is in his third season and he still he came, into, he came in so young into, into form he came in so inexperienced um, and so raw very raw driver and he's really talented and yeah. over one lap I can see him outperforming Nick De Vries in qualifying stats but in the race is where Nick is going to show where he's he has that race craft he has that knowledge and
2: yeah.
1: experience. He's he's going to show. He's going to show that. Yeah, he drove him formally he, he, he has so much experience driving other Formula One cars. Yeah, he has showed this year that he can jump into anything at short notice and and just drive it.
0: Plus, I think there is that with Nick. I think one of the and examples- it's taken
1: Yuki. It's taken, Sorry, it's taken Yuki. His third season to try and just get used to one car.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know. Well, I think Nick. One of the things I think bodes well for Nick as well is, like you said, that there is that experience, but also just the age thing and the fact that he had pretty much written off his chances of getting into F1 until the silly season came around. So I think Nick is going to very much like he's kind of coming in it like I guess like Magnussen in a way, but less so. Where you know he got the chance he didn't think he had, and now he'll come in, and I think it'll be like. I've you know nothing to lose and everything to gain because I, I thought I wasn't getting here and now that I'm here I'm going to show you why I should have been here. Whereas I don't know if Yuki has that kind of I don't want to say has that drive because I guess every F1 driver has that, but I think Yuki by being what am I trying to, what way am I trying to say this I think Yuki that kind of being cushioned by Honda's support over the time I yeah. don't think helped you know, and I think now that he's kind of had that, it's going to be hard for him to go, Oh, I could lose my seat at the end of the year and switch it on. You know, like that's a difference. Mm. It's a different kind of in the same way that Mick Schumacher, I feel like, had that bit of a cushion. And then when it was taken away, it was too late to kind of switch that back on and, and do anything with it, you
2: know?
1: Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You're just you're referring to Mick. Another couple of points finishes, and I think Mick is still on the grid, but yeah. Um, yeah. It's 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 a case of Nick Nick got one opportunity. Was fortunate that it was in Monza, <laughs> yeah. and that the car was car was quick in a straight line, yeah. And he was able to hold his position. Uh, I suppose uh, as well. I would have liked to see him less grid penalties yeah. in Monza yeah. and seeing would he have got to the points? I don't think so. No. But again, the reshuffle it benefited him well. He held his position. He done all he had to do. Yeah. He impressed. He showed maturity and he drove a car at short notice where he was in an Aston Martin a day, a day 24 hours before that. So yeah. I'm impressed yeah. and I think I think anybody that is an Alpha Tauri fan or just a Nick de fan and now that he's in Formula 1 should definitely be excited but be cautious because we have an experienced Yuki coming in this year in terms of he knows. He knows Formula One now. He's learned. He, he's he's a little bit better than PR. He has shown a step in the right direction. If he makes an extra step and a large step this year, we could see that Yuki that we've seen in junior formulas, and that is for, for anybody because he is rapid. He's quick. And, he's very. quick. Uh, he is quick, but again, if if the likes of Nick, I think Nick has a one year contract, so. I think it's it's a case of if Yuki outperforms Nick, Nick Nick is gone.
2: Yeah,
1: and I think they're bringing in. I think they're bringing in a junior. Then after that, a Red Bull Junior. Yeah. They're not going to go outside again next year.
2: Yeah,
1: I believe. I believe it could be. I know you have so many juniors from this year already in Formula Two. You know, like Daruvula, Owasa. You know, where's where's Lawson now in F two? Where's Lawson? Well, Lawson, of course. Yeah. Lawson, Liam Lawson. Yeah. They're, they're actually a reserve driver. Oh, yeah. How could I forget? And then, and um, I was going to say Vips, but I, he I, kind I of now,
0: kicked himself out of that running, didn't he, a while back?
1: Why? Vips is no longer yeah. uh, uh, backed anymore by Red Bull, but Vips they have a PK. now, you know, I think, for sure, <laughs> for sure. but I think um, I, I definitely could see the likes of uh, a wasa or uh, a Wessa Sano, line up there in
0: twenty twenty four. If Nick doesn't,
1: either that, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I, I also think that there's a Zane Maloney and Enzo Filippaldi is now on the F two grid, and I could see Maloney being on an F two grid before any of the current F two drivers.
0: Interesting, interesting.
1: Other than other than Pocher.
0: okay, yeah, Pusher actually I mean,
1: is. A... He'll, he'll, he'll be. He'll be He's next in line for for Formula One. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah,
0: um, unless one of the the Ferrari. Well, I suppose there is only one other Ferrari team now, because there's not really Alpha or Sauber yeah. anymore, is there? There's only Ferrari and Haas now. I, Sau- Haas, yeah. Sauber will happen. technically be Ferrari until 2025, but I I don't think they're going to be taking any Ferrari drivers unless they want them. Now they don't.
1: Porsche and, and, and Porsche is in a good position where he's a Sauber backed he's not yeah. Ferrari that yeah
0: exactly um, so yeah no, I think that's all really you have to say about Nick DeVries. I don't think there's any more I can add to that really yeah
1: uh, I, I get yeah exactly uh, I think yeah thumbs up for Nick and <laughs> I, you know definitely, I, I think it's going to be interesting to watch definitely 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 experience experience yeah. will show experience will show and, and fair, fair play to him for getting his call up so, so late.
0: I, I want to jump to I want experience. to jump to Piastri but I feel like I'm missing someone or am I not is it only the only other rookie is Piastri are we
1: missing someone well we have and you're probably just thinking as, a, as the newbie uh, the good old young the young uh, Nico Hulk oh of
0: course of course I forgot about that young rookie coming in <laughs> oh man
2: yes
0: you know Nico. what let's let's talk about Hulk for. Again, let's really- talk about Hulk for a minute because it is interesting to see him back on the grid again um, yeah, exactly. And, and, yeah, there's,
1: there's not really to say other than Nico uh, yeah. his, his, his experience is I will one of, just his, say, his, his definitely something
0: I will just say that I'm glad that the man who holds the record for the most race starts without a podium has gone to the one team that clearly will never give him a podium I'm glad he made that decision it could <laughs> give him a
1: <laughs> it could give me second it could give me second ball in F1 it we've, could, seen, it, we've seen Kevin be able to do it yeah I, yeah do you know
0: I, uh, I I did a video the other day and you know just to t- while we're on Hulkenberg I did a video the other day about Oscar Piastri right and uh, when I was going yes. through some of the Oscar Piastri stats just to make sure I had everything kind of up to date I had completely forgot how anticipated Hulkenberg was before he came into F1 like he literally had a junior career that was like up there with Hamilton and Russell and Leclerc and and then got into F1 and, and you, you kind of look back at it now and you're like what the hell happened? Like, what went wrong here? You know, and it
1: started so well. You know, he he put he put in such good. Um, <laughs> that's not that's 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 not lag, that was me actually doing that for effect. It's
0: getting late. But, it's uh, getting late in Ireland is the problem. It,
1: it it's late. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're actually at midnight here now so on record. So this it's great. We're we're, we're now we're in. We
0: don't need to go that much longer. <laughs>
1: Sorry, I don't need I uh, I don't need my night bottle yet. I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay. I, I, I don't need me uh, me bedtime me bedtime snack. Yeah. Um. But uh, Nico probably does need a bedtime snack. Uh, at this stage because he's getting too old and he's now back on the F1 grid. Oh. But uh, he's th- thirty-seven. 30, he's thirty-six or I think
0: he's thirty-five or thirty-six. Um,
1: He's definitely. Yeah, so he's he, he he still has still has a few years to go. <laughs> same
0: and age, same age, almost. There's only a month between him and um, and Vettel, and those are two those yeah. are two careers that went very differently. Wow,
1: yeah. <laughs> wow, that opposite end of the spectrum yeah. there. We're talking yeah, yeah. in terms of uh, success, exactly. But it, 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 Nico is definitely somebody that it's consistent, has one consistency. They don't want to be forking out money on it. it, it to me, it, it, it's a positive all around in terms of, except, you know, yeah, he, he hasn't, he's a race with, except yeah, I don't, we can, I don't, we'll, we can say what we like about him and we can slag, we can slag all we want about that. But my point being he's consistent in yeah, finish races. Definitely. He's, he's, he knows how to develop a car because of the experience, and he's definitely not going to cost half that money on breaking cars. Yeah. So he's not unless he turns them upside down like he did in uh, uh, Abu Dhabi, but that wasn't his fault, of course. Yeah. Uh, if you remember that, <laughs> he he was he was dangling like a cow or something. I think he's he's. Famous. I believe those he's were his exact
0: ones. words. Yeah, I'm dangling like a cow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, and his voice broke at a really odd time, but yeah. uh, it was funny. It was funny. Um, and he's definitely somebody that you know Haas is going to appreciate for not breaking the car that they can put that money into now into development yeah. rather than delaying a development of that car which that had to do last year I think it was France was it France or Hungary was their first uh, upgrade
0: Hungary wasn't it that they brought it in and they could only bring it in for one car yes, back, if I'm course. not mistaken if that is correct
1: um, was it was here, Mike. because uh, I remember Adrian knew he went down with his yeah. notepad and started taking notes because it was
0: the white Ferrari
1: um, basically yeah
0: although I believe anyone who watched this channel back then will remember that I pointed out that it actually looked more like a white Alpine and that was because I was very tired very hungover and also the images I had were wrong and as soon as it went out on track I literally that moment put on the channel yeah guys I fucked up uh, sorry about that uh, <laughs>
1: Okay. yes thank god thank thank, thank god i was associated with you at Destiny. stage would have
0: would have looked ridiculous but uh yeah i think the Absolutely. the thing about hulkenberg exactly yeah and everyone's getting cancelled now i can't wait to be cancelled it's a badge of honor these days <laughs> uh, oh
1: god oh, yeah <laughs> but uh i think i
0: think the thing about hulkenberg is there's a lot of stigma on that kind of po- not getting a podium right and it's it's one of those things that I guess it's just the easy statistic to bring up when you talk about Hulkenberg because it's the the biggest one. But in reality, he never was in a car to consistently fight for a podium. You know, he never had that opportunity, but he always fought for points and that's exactly what Haas need. And the only question I have about that is, and and this was why it was strange to me looking back, is given his junior career, I really want to look back and go, at what point did that all fall apart? Because why didn't he get into a top team? You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to think of what was the the clear-cut reason that says, right, that's it, he's no longer getting there. You know what I mean? He
1: he was was in the running for a Ferrari seat at one point.
0: I think, was that not him and Perez? Because Perez was in the Ferrari Driver Academy, I believe. Or maybe I'm wrong.
1: Uh, I'm not sure, but I... I'd be talking. I'm talking maybe 2016, oh, okay, 2017. That late. So not not early on. Whereas when, when No, no 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 no, I'm there was definitely somebody else being spoken about in because yeah, Perez Perez or, left the Ferrari you know, driver academy. Kimi, Kimmy's Kimmy's yeah, because
0: Perez left the Ferrari driver academy when he went to McLaren, wasn't it back in 2013? So I think
1: yeah, it was only when he was Sauber driver he was he was in the Ferrari yeah,
0: academy. Yeah, I, I just I mean. Hulkenberg's an odd one like I guess it's it's a weird one because it's in the same way that realistically if Alonso hadn't have caused so many problems with different teams he probably would have more more titles as well you know or potentially could And I
1: think I think Holkenberg uh, was one of the quieter ones he was the opposite and 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 that shot him yeah. in the foot himself in the foot like such a consistent finisher you know you see, you see that, you see that um, abbreviation in the corner. You can nearly predict. You, you couldn't. You could never predict the top six and seventh, Hulkenberg, yeah. yeah, you know, you'd always have Hulkenberg. and he he has done that job there. So he did for you know, for years. Yeah. So he did, and he's done a fantastic job before Force India. He done a decent job at. Well, did he? So was Sauber or Williams? Uh, Williams, I suppose. Williams, I suppose, is where he, he made his mark by putting that that Karen Paul. Was that was that Williams or right Sauber? Guy. That was <laughs> Brazil,
0: right? Brazil, 2011. Brazil, Is it 11 or 2010? 10 or
1: 12? Why do I why do I always get that one mixed up?
0: Yeah, I, I'll look at this. Is you know what I love about the modern world we're in now is you never need to look like an idiot anymore because you can look up all the information straight away. It's oh. brilliant. Absolutely.
1: Brilliant. Please, please, please pull me out. <laughs> please pull me out with a <laughs> proverbial fire in here. I think mean, like, well, uh, I call that. Yeah, I he, stupid he definitely, it was definitely, a, it, was, it was a poor position in uh, either a Sauber or a Williams.
0: It was definitely one of the two. And I'm just trying to remember which, which one it was. I'm trying to look it up. I'm thinking it was, Will- I think it
1: was, Will- I think it was Williams because uh, Barrichello was his teammate at the time. Uh, that,
0: that was right. 2010. 2010, you're right. So there you go. You, you did. Am I right? 2010, Williams so Open. you didn't look like okay we we'll didn't we'll look just
1: like put that bit out then. yeah but, no we'll keep yeah, we'll, we'll keep that, so that in because we'll
0: realistically it. i called you an idiot <laughs> even though you were right basically is what just happened there
1: that's okay. so that's, that's okay i am now i am now going to take control of wheels sports and jason just that's it and that's canceled
0: and for anyone anyone listening that's how libel lawsuits work basically you know um
1: <laughs> oh uh, yeah exactly yeah
0: i'm trying to think as well you know what would be amazing and uh, we'll move on to the next rookie because this is a what I'm about to say is just a ridiculous and, and pointless thing to say at the moment. But, right, tear me out for a minute. Jensen Button was in his 30, oh, wow. was just gone 30, right, in a career where no one thought he could win a title and then happened upon a car that came from kind of nowhere to winning a title. So you never know. Maybe, maybe Haas wins a title next year and he gets it. You know what I mean? What, what a story that would and be. Unless
1: Haas won. Unless Hass bought on that double diffuser from 2009, they are winning no title in the next five years. It's it's not happening. Unfortunately, yeah, it's
0: not it's not happening. But
1: unfortunately,
0: what what a story that would be, huh? <laughs> I, if if if, I, if,
2: I,
1: if I, what a story if I even see K. on a podium in the next two years, I'd be super happy. Yeah, if
0: I see Hass on the grid in the next two years, I'll be surprised to be honest. Although I suppose the, the money's going up, isn't it? You know. Oh look, I, you know what? They're at the cost cap. I give Hass a lot of hassle, right? But honestly. The only reason I do that is not because they're a crap team. And I think that's what people wouldn't think I'm saying. The, the only problem I have with Haas is they're the only team on the grid that never talks about aspirations of being a front-runner team. And it just seems to me odd that you join Formula don't 1.
1: Don't lie, don't lie, don't lie. you're hitting on Haas, I, I, you're hitting on Haas. I just, <laughs> it's because
0: Gene Haas stole part of my name. I'm Jason Hassett. he's just Haas.
1: That's, that's,
0: I've had it against them the whole time. Um so I guess we could talk about the rookie that everyone's talking about then. Um it's the most exciting oh, one of the oh, year. Yeah. And uh that is of course um that is of course that Daniel Ricardo has gone back to being a rookie reserve driver at Red. No, I'm kidding. Um
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oscar, P- Oscar Piastri of
0: course is uh is going to McLaren. Um that's that's first of all I guess we don't need to talk about Silly Season because it's been talked about for a long time but the way he got to McLaren was interesting to say the least um...
1: yes Mr. Silly Season himself um, I suppose he had, he had the, 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 the rookie with the biggest cojones to, to turn down a race yeah. and publicly say it hours after you know being given a race yeah. and he, must, he, he just he, he must have put so much faith into Mark Weber.
0: Yeah. He. Oh Jesus! Like can you can you imagine how quickly he probably would have dropped Weber if he had gone from three seats to none if that hadn't have worked out.
1: Uh, oh, that's... and I t- and I still think you know you'd have you'd have Fernando Alonso still laughing. Yeah. You know. Of he, course. He, yeah. he, 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 he didn't care. He had his... He had his uh, Alonso's
0: but. got his... I think, it's, I think it's a $45 million contract over three years that Alonso's walked into now 15 a year. He, something like that. Plus bonuses, I'm sure. That's... You know, to... Phenomenal. Basically, he is... He is... Basically, in terms of Formula One, Fernando Alonso is an old age pensioner, realistically, in, in Formula One terms, right? So he is literally getting paid $50 million to do a Sunday drive... You know, amazing, absolutely incredible, like, you
1: know, yeah, incredible. A, a, Sunday, a Sunday, drive that you could probably, yeah, I do it for half the price. I do it
0: for free, to be honest <laughs> with you. If, 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 <laughs> if Aston, if
1: if, 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 Aston, if, if, Aston, if Aston just, just wanted to the a few quid, I'm like, Lawrence here, you know, make their. Make, Make your young boy uh, look. Uh, I'll I'll do old. it for
0: free because all I'll do is when I when I inevitably crash the car, I'll just jump out, scour some pieces, and sell them on eBay, and that'll it'll make all the money back. You know, job done. Well,
1: Jesus Christ! You sound like you sound you sound like a flight. You sound like a one hit wonder. You sound like a UG do you Remember no. him? He, the U-G no. EJ, the Japanese driver. Yeah, you and you race. You got it. He had his he had his Super License uh, revoked in 2006, right. i like to say. I don't remember this. I think with, with super, Agur, <laughs> yes. super Aguri. Yes, 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 yes. With, with, with Takuma, Takuma uh-huh. Sano and Yuji and Ide. And Ide was the dud. He was... Um, that yeah. that would be me. Yeah. That would definitely be me, you know. A, lo- a loaf of bread in the car would have been, would have been definitely uh, uh, more To be honest
0: with you, I'd be so excited. I'd show up half cut and... I don't think they do breathalyzers. I think for an F1 race. So I'd probably get away with it and be the only F1 driver in history to get arrested for crashing drunk dri- drunk driving on an F1 track. Be brilliant. Be brilliant. But uh, anyway. I, don't think the, I, don't mean, I don't
1: I don't think I don't. I don't the policemen. Want them to pay for, Believe me. Uh, sure. Now look,
0: <laughs> police don't know anything. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, they're, nice, maybe, they're, nice they're nice.
1: They're nice people. They're lovely people. Lovely people. Back to back to Oscar Piastri.
0: Um, yeah, like I, I want. I think Oscar Piastri is, is is in a good position as well, though, by going into McLaren because I don't know how. I could see his reasons for not going to Alpine, right? Because there's obviously some problems at Alpine, um, because you know you've got Fernando Alonso left. Um, you know you've got the the ex team boss Cyril and them falling out. I think there's more issues behind the scenes there than. And we know about that maybe Oscar was a little bit heads up on, so i I would love to know in a couple of years what the reason is behind that, um you know why why there was some odd stuff going on at that team, but uh anyway, I've forgotten what my point was here right yes I, yes that's that was it, so what I was going to say is. <laughs> I I think it's a good decision that Piastri went to McLaren because I think at Alpine, the the ceiling was there. Like you can't really go anywhere from Alpine because obviously you're not driving a Mercedes engine car. You know, there's a lot of differences there that you'd have to work around. And also just going for Alpine, there's no way of kind of working up. And on top of that, if he didn't do well at Alpine, I think it would have soured his whole career, right? Like it would have been an issue because especially someone like Piastri, that's the type of driver comes in with these huge expectations. We're all expecting the world from him. It's not like a Nick DeVries where if he comes in and does decent, you're like, Oh, well done. This is like, you have to come in now and and murder it. Whereas I think coming into McLaren is a better idea because if he loses to Norris, not that big of a deal. This is Norris. We're talking about, if he goes in and loses to Ocon, that's, that's a bigger deal, Uh, you know, in an Alpine that's, I think he's made the right decision there because he has nothing to lose and everything to gain, I think. Depending on the the gap, obviously, if it's a massive gap bigger than Ricardo's problem. But if it's close enough, I think, you know, I think he's made a good call there.
1: Yeah, I'd like to agree with you. I agree with you completely with the, you know, Norris' stock is super high at the minute. So it is. And, to, if, he, if he gets within 30 points of Norris yeah. this season, I think is, is an accurate representation of where uh, Piastri will be at. And to get within 30 points of Norris will be, you know, still a relatively consistent top 10 finishes. Yeah. It, will be the lower, it will be the lower end of the points we're talking, but the fact that he's able to fight and he's able to get himself in the top 10 regularly shows that he has a fine, he has a decent race pace and he's able to hold his own. That's what he has to show this year, yeah. In my opinion, um, I think you're doing all kind of disservice in terms of uh, you know, he, if if he was to remain at Alpine and he was to show, if he was to show, Piastri was to show, was to show uh, all, all kind of like you you reckon he would have. That's mm. that, that. I well, think that's your. Is that what you're getting? At? It's. You, I you, guess you think that I... Ocon was kind of. To...
0: I guess my point is it's not so much that Ocon is bad, right? The problem is that if you look at where people see everyone on the grid, right? So like just an outside perspective of where the other teams even look at people on the grid, right? Norris is the type of driver that is looking at, you know, it's now known that he was offered to, you know, at least at the very least have talks with the likes of Red Bull. Ferrari has been talks about like offers for Ferrari there at some point in the future, Ocon kind of is one of those drivers that has been in the midfield and unfortunately just got stuck in that position right and I'm not saying he's a bad driver he's just he's not a driver that people go yes he could be in mercedes you know in in the future or ferrari in the future or red bull in the future I think those days for Ocon unfortunately that kind of stock is is down right if you want whereas Norris still has that yeah. there I think and my point was more just if it was any other rookie coming in Uh, losing to Ocon wouldn't be a huge deal. But I think the fact that there's so much attention been put on Piastri and the way that the paddock looks at Ocon now as kind of more of a midfield driver, it would be seen as if you lose to that kind of driver, it looks bad. Whereas if you lose to Norris, who has been hunted by Red Bull and Ferrari, it doesn't look as... You know what I mean? It's not that Ocon's bad. It's just, I think that's the perception on the grid. I, I think, personally.
1: Just remember that. Yeah, I I agree. But just remember, just prior to Ocon going to Alpine at the time, he's before his first season there, or he was his return in this case. Um, he he was on the verge of signing. He was on the verge of Austin Balas. That's true.
0: That's Boras true. Is, that is true.
1: I and 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 that could have changed Ocon's career completely,
0: completely. Yeah, that is true. He, he
1: was he he was. He was sitting beside um, he was sitting beside Toto there, like Nick DeVries was, like any of the juniors were, like George Russell, yeah. any of yeah. them. And he he was primed. Ocon was, was almost there for and, and he was he was waiting in the wings, he was rubbing his hands, he thought he had bought as seat. and it
2: just yeah,
0: it didn't work
1: out. It didn't try. Trans- tra- transpire. That's it. And Toto got him the best seat Toto got him the best seat he could at Alpine. And to me, since he has arrived at Alpine, he's been absolutely tops. And I don't think Alpine could have done any better. You know what? That
0: is, that is a very fair point. And I think that is one thing that unfortunately sometimes, and myself, I do fall into it, is there is that recency bias where you kind of look back at the last season or so.
1: Yes. You have I, you to know, look back a little yeah, bit further. Yeah, you're right. You're dig right. a little bit further into the talent. Yeah. You know, if you go into his time in Forest India, he was very consistent. Yeah, he had a few crashes. He had a few tangles with Max. He uh, well, he had one tangle with Max, and yeah, that got couple, pushy in the way and way. A couple
0: with Perez as well, but, and a couple, but uh,
1: I, I one too many in, with in Perez fairness. And Perez I
0: am with, a Perez fan, but in fairness, I will say that Perez can be overly aggressive as well. So I I think
1: it it was it, that, that was both sides yeah. together, and it just it was it was dog eat dog at that stage. Definitely. But, I, I think I think Ocon is definitely um, a lot closer to Norris's stock than Gun, perhaps giving credit for he's he's not he's not Norris yeah Norris is, is 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 upper echelon um but he's definitely uh, along them lines whereas I look at the likes of you know he's not he he's either your upper echelon of Norris or he is your 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 more regular looking lance stroll yes yeah yeah lance stroll can be phenomenal but on a on a on a regular basis lance is down yeah. here and he can he can lance can be norris yeah
0: you know, he's put in some
1: and and and, and lance lance's lance can be level, yeah. and then that's that's where it averages yeah. out but he's definitely oak on his upper echelon you know towards <laughs> towards toward, yeah
0: you know you know now that you say it as well like i mean it does make sense, yeah. I just, I think there is that problem of recency bias where I've been like, I hasn't been that, you know. I, I know he won Hungary, but I think Hungary was an, yeah, that was an exceptional circumstance. Ah, uh, you for know, sure, for that sure. that would be like saying, well, yeah, but Gasly won Monza. It was like, and again, another exceptional circumstance, you know. Another
1: a circumstance that mightn't come around yeah, again for another ten exactly. years. So know, I think in the next, in the next. I think months.
0: there is that recency bias in my head where I'm like, well, you know, over the last two seasons I haven't. He he's been good. He's been consistent, but I haven't seen any major kind of peaks. And I think that's where my. But you're right. Yeah, it's not that long ago that he was eyeing up a Mercedes seat. So yeah, it, yeah. I guess you're right on that. So I suppose it wouldn't make a huge difference. And I think
1: that's a, that's the comparison we revert back to with Piastri.
0: Yeah.
1: Is it, would it, would he have outscored? Would he have outscored Ocon? Definitely. Definitely would have been tighter than I. I think what it's gonna be this year with him and Norris. Yeah. I it, it, Piastri could blow us all out of the water and be like just phenomenal. If he and, comes
0: in and beats Norris uh, Absolutely. And, if he comes in and beats Norris I and think he's Norris's
1: Norris', he's, Norris ch- Norris's chance for Red Bull seed or an Audi an Audi seed, well, you know, I think that's gone if 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 if, if Piastri wipes the floor with yeah. him.
0: Although I just I I think if Piastri wipes the floor that's that's just a massive statement of intent for his career going forward. Anyway, because
1: mm-hmm. like
0: this is the thing, I you know, I, I'm not a I'm not a massive Norris fan to be honest. It's just a case of I think that Norris, out of a lot of the drivers, is in the unfortunate position that I think he is definitely up there with the guys that you put like you know the likes of Russell Hamilton and and Verstappen and Leclerc that we all talk about yeah. as. These are the title, you know, hopes at the moment. These are the Cream guys, the yeah, Cream exactly. I think Norris is up there with them. And I think the McLaren just doesn't allow him to show up because even last year, the only person who got a podium outside of the top three teams was Norris. And if we look back at 2021, that was a hell of a season that he put in. Like Russia was unfortunate. That was such an unfortunate event for him. So I think that was like, I guess that goes back to the point of what I was trying to make an, yeah, you're you're right. I was a bit hard on on there, but it's just over the last two years. I think Norris has shown how good he is, and I think if Piastri loses to him, given what Norris has been doing recently, I don't think it's that big of a knock. As long as, like I said, as long as you said it's like thirty points or so, it's not Daniel Ricardo kind of. I'm I'm nearly a hundred points off. You know, that's <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. If, if 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 Piastri can show that he can or stay at, at, on a couple of tracks and then I'm still expect Norris to yeah. qualify him full yeah. stop because Norris knows the, the DNA of that which, car which will, apparently again, is a difficult car
0: to drive as well
1: yeah yeah, I, and, and I think you know if, if if there's 23 races this year I think if, if Piastri out qualifies him in six of them I think that's a good result for Piastri but his average has to remain within two tenths of Norris yeah. For the rest of them, for you know, if he's within two tens of Norris an and getting into Q3 regularly, I think that's a success for Piastri. Definitely, and I, I, and, and I think that's still a statement of intent on Piastri's behalf to come in as a rookie to, to, to battle with such a talent like his teammate because that's all we can compare him to at the yeah. minute, yeah. You know, and it's not like, I,
0: I, I, it's not like back in, And I think that I was just going to say, it's not like back in 2007, because obviously the comparison constantly over the last year has been him and, and Hamilton, for example, because of the, the junior careers. Mm. But one thing I think people need to remember, as you said, is the, the best or the, the, the most we really want to expect from him is being close to Norris, because it's not like back in 2007, 2008, where the drivers did literally a full season of testing before the first race. You know, you're thrown in at the deep end. And the amount. Now. Yeah. You're thrown in at the deep end now, you know. Um so I think I think he has to like you said, he has to be close this year, but I think he can be forgiven for not being, you know, the best of the best straight away out the gate.
1: Yeah, and I, I think if it's a case of if if he is that close to if Piastri is that close to Norris, I think that is Ricardo's Red Bull chances gone. Um, yeah. Because Red Bull will look at that and say, similar car to last year, a rookie's able to come in and stick it to Norris for a season. You have come in, had two seasons at it, and couldn't get anywhere near Norris on a regular basis. We think that, yeah, your chances here at Red Bull are slim, but we may be able to get you a seat elsewhere. Yeah the only but, exception but red for for red bull have him under that contract just on the off chance you know Perez blows up yeah. and our, Ricardo is there and it will still i still think Piastri could be pivotal in ricardo's career even when <laughs> I
0: yeah yeah definitely i think the only exception to that um uh, I don't know when I was talking about it the other day but the only exception that I'd say with Ricardo is unless he gets into the Red Bull sim and maybe an fp one session or something and they see from the lap times oh sh-, you know this guy still has it like it's still all there you know like the, the and at that point you could kind of say right there is something funky about that McLaren car you know um but even then like you said it's the adaptability isn't it because if if Oscar Piastri jumps into the McLaren car that Ricardo couldn't tame and does just as well as Norris, then I guess, yeah, it doesn't matter if his simulator is good because you could still go, yeah, but he's still better. So get him, you know, so.
1: Get him. Yeah, yeah. no, I t- yeah. It, 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 it does, it, Piastri, Piastri is is, is going to haunt Ricardo for another year. Yeah. If if it's a case of him outperforming or getting close to Norris's stock.
0: Yeah, definitely. So I think, look, I think it'll be exciting to see Piastri ahead. I think, the only thing that I think is more intimidating for a Piastri in terms of not even fighting Norris. I think it's, it's more just, we're all expecting so much from him. I think that's going to be tough for him to live up to in a rookie season.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I, I I still think that, you know, everybody is going to be, uh, the, the actual, it's actually, I'd rather be in Sargent's position or De As so well, not even De Vries. I'd rather be in the sergeant position because, yeah, he's got, he's, he's got, he's, he's got his, he got his uh, contract in F one. He's coming in as a as a newbie, as a rookie. But there's been so much around Nick De Vries, and there's been so much around Oscar Piastri that the pressure is on them guys to perform more so. And I, I think that's 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 a lot coming into F one and trying to learn, that, and they're all in new machinery yeah. other than Logan. Which which could benefit Logan, you know, Logan's a Williams Junior, so he, he does know. He, you know, it's been the same steering wheel for the last twelve years in Williams. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure Logan's lear- learned that steering wheel uh, <laughs> in, fairly in his sleep. well at this yeah, stage. In his sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think, and I and I think um, you know that's a completely different new power unit in in Towery to what Nick DeBreeze is used Definitely. to, and it's completely and and then it's it's a completely different challenge for Piastri, to, uh, as well, to what he's used to. you know, He's been used to all Renault and, and that side of, he, of his career. So again, he has to learn something new. They will be well prepared by all means, but the pressure is on them because of the storylines around them and their their stock levels are so high coming into the sport, one being the former E champion, the other is after winning everything on the way up to the Peter yeah. series. That's, that's, that's where the pressure is on for them two rookies but again I still think that there's three rookies coming in there there's there's less doubt among them rookies coming in than there would be the likes of a Nicholas Latifi or a Guanyu Joao
0: yeah definitely
1: there's less doubt there's less doubt at the start of definitely. the season at the end of the season I, I you know one of them is going to be terrible and uh, or one of them gonna have a disaster of a season. Who knows which one? Um, and the, I think two of them will, could probably show their worth and and glimpses of what they can do. Because none of them are in championship no. in machinery, unless McLaren. Unless McLaren is well, phenomenal. And, and
0: Norris shape. did did turn around and say the other day in public that uh, he he expects McLaren to take the same sort of jump that Ferrari did from 21 to 22. Uh, which which isn't is not because. it's not gonna happen and I wonder is that maybe and again this is a talk for later in the season but I wonder is that maybe Norris putting down some listen lads sorted out or Seidel's bringing me over to his side you know get this done you know Uh that could be yeah could be that sort of thing but we've talked for an hour and a half is there anything else to go on because I know it's getting late back home there it's still sunshine here in Mexico yeah but, but uh <laughs>
1: Oh, that's great! Even though, even though you have to use the light behind you, you're still, still going. You're still shining. I've up. got
0: blackout blinds. I'm managing the light. This is a professional studio. I'm in. You know. <laughs> oh,
1: I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm only. I'm in my, my own. Uh, you know, with, with my own MacBook. Unfortunately, we're not as pro as you
0: all all jokes aside Um, I kind of have to have it because we're we're putting out videos almost every day and sometimes I can record in the morning sometimes the evening if I don't have the blackout blinds then the light is just pecking all over the place it's the only only it's the cheapest solution let's put it that way cheapest solution
1: more expensive solutions available also if they want to support the channel they can yes exactly (laughs)
0: please please send uh, electric blackout blinds Uh, perfect oh
1: yeah Uh, and, and heated seats. I I did I did get offered an
0: exercise bike the other day, but they're not sure if they can ship it to Mexico, so there might be one flying to Ireland soon. We'll see what they do. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry. Go on. Is uh, there anything well, else to? Yeah.
1: I think in terms of in terms of what has happened this week in the world of Formula One, you know, very very little other than the FIA is being told to mind their own business. <laughs> As such, from Liberty Media, that's yes. the that's the, the, the short and sweet of it. In depth, uh, Mohammed bin Sayyem need to uh, somehow get somebody to tell him that he needs to shut his mouth on his personal Twitter account. He is
0: literally for me. He's he's like um, he'd be like the perfect person if he was two people because he's he's bipolar for me, right? And what I mean by that is. Half of the time, I love him. I think he's great. And half of the time, I hate him because he's just doing something really stupid, right? So like, I love when he came in and backed Andretti. I was like, oh, that's brilliant. I look, Good for you. Brilliant. And then a week before that, he's like, yeah, no more political statements on the grid. We decide what you talk about on the grid. I was like, yeah, that's probably not a great idea because let's be honest. That now means that if you say you can't talk about that, you're now taking a personal sway behind it, which is not a good look for the FIA. Yeah. You
1: know? Saying saying that you agree or
0: disagree yeah. with something. Yeah. And then yeah. and now and now this, which I mean, for me, this is very much a non-issue because I couldn't really care less what he says about the FIA's valuation. It's worth billions. It's not going to make that big of a difference. But it's just a needless controversy at a time when the FIA, let's be honest, as we talked about at the start, the FIA always have controversy. And on a scale of on a scale of, I don't know, um,
1: what way we... one to controversy yeah I
0: was going to say on a scale of one to Nazi themed orgy this is definitely nowhere near the top you know what I mean so no no so... <laughs> no not, not... <laughs> I think Max oh uh, o- he's yeah. set that bar hasn't he like you're not going to get near there Max,
1: like it's, it's, a, it's, it's just number one at the bottom as in it's mild and then it's just a picture of Max Max Mosley as, as the extreme with, with
0: a whip and some anyway we won't get into that
1: whoa yeah. whoa whoa, whoa. Keep this PG for the love of. The we don't want to be. The, I, I wonder. We have I hope I don't we get. Cater for all I was fans. just going to
0: say. I wonder. I hope I don't get monetized or demonetized on YouTube just for saying the phrase Nazi orgy because I just like to point out I was just reporting a news story, not endorsing any sort of acts of.
1: I am sure there is there is um there's articles available online with the exact same quote so I don't think. Uh, I definitely don't think we're we're, we're going to be cancelled no, just I don't yet. Think
0: so. I don't think so. Spotify
1: but, uh, won't, anyway. It, 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 no, for <laughs> sure, for sure. At the, just the bottom line and the story, you know, the thing too that is, you know, the, if Formula One has come out, Liberty Media has come out, and their their um, marketing side has come out and, and said, FIA, shut your mouth. You don't know we're we're trying to we're trying to, we're trying to make a deal over here. Shut yeah. up! We're trying to make a few we're trying to make a few 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 euros, few dollars, a few whatever wherever you're from. All currencies are good. Um, it's, it's basically they're trying to make money, and the the M- MBS is trying to basically say to his pals in Saudi that's trying to buy the, right, the commercial rights of Liberty Media. That yeah, lads, you get cheap, you get you'll get cheaper. Definitely, you get cheaper than twenty billion. You know, yeah. sixteen billion maybe, sixteen billion maybe. Uh, so the FIA is now looking at it like, uh, uh, Formula One Liberty Media is looking at it like, you have no right to say that. You're trying to help your buddies out over in in Saudi. Shut up, or we'll take further action. Well, this this is the a- we're going. It's going to be. It's going to be a Fika-Foka war again, so it is yes. like it was many moons ago. And then 1981,
0: then 2009, and everywhere back and in between.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And th- thank God for... for it, one thing Bernie done good was to have the commercial rights signed privately for 100, 100 years. Yeah. And that is what has made things... Now, but now, obviously, Saudi is, like, flashing the cash. Yeah. They want to buy... It. But uh Mohammed Ben Sahim is if Mohammed Ben Sayyim is any other nationality other than the, the the nationality where he's from, um the Saudi the Saudi investment that wants to buy this the the commercial rights wouldn't wouldn't be interested. And and he's he's trying to be the inside man for them and trying to crack them in this little deal.
0: I, I wonder probably, yeah, the the he's thing not, is
1: not gonna benefit.
0: He needs to be really careful about this as well because the other thing like for me this was a, a non like i was like ah oh, you know this will just be they sent the f1 uh who was it, it was uh i can't remember her name hill and and wilm i think are the the legal sides for liberty media and and f1 they sent over that that Great. letter um and for me at the start it was like that's you know it's 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 a big deal because they're sending a legal kind of almost cease and desist letter to the fia so it is a big deal, but it's also not a huge yeah. deal because it is kind of one of those things where it's like, you said this, we're saying this, so you shut up, we want an apology. Basically, it's, we're looking for an apology, right? Is the way I stood on it. But then um, on the, there was a chat that I was having with one of the guys on our Patreon, uh, Patrick Neal. I'll call him out because he sports the channel on Patreon. Lovely guy. And um, he... Come on, Patrick. Uh, yeah, and he came out, Patrick Neal as well, fine Irish name. He came out and he gave gave one point that I thought was really interesting. He said that Doral, or Liberty Media's uh, stock, because they are, for the first time in F1 history, is owned by a publicly traded company. Right, So it's actually on the stock market. And he said that their stock right. dipped dipped by a percent the day that that statement came out from Mohammed bin Suleyem. And that is a legal kind of, we can prove damages. We lost 1% of our worth. And 1% of the worth of a is, big yeah. company is... That's a lot of money, you know what I mean? So
1: That's a, that's a lot of money.
0: And I hadn't thought about it that's that way because because in the past that would have been if Bernie came out and said, "Oh, well, you've damaged F1." Yeah. How do you prove the damages there? That's just well,
1: That's just words where exactly, yeah. yeah, Bernie's Bernie's not cuz Bernie's not going to show his bank account and be like, "Uh, I have 40 <laughs> billion in my bank account. Now I have Three thirty-nine billion nine hundred ninety-nine million nine hundred ninety-nine thousand. He's not going to show that he's lost that one pound or ten yeah. pounds. Yeah, you know. Whereas a, pe- a percent
0: off the stock exchange listing is is that's a big deal. Big difference. That's a big
1: deal. Big difference. Yeah. You you try and buy you were trying buy a percentage of Formula One. You know, you're you're trying to get your you're getting yourself in the bit uh, in the. I mean, a lot of you know.
0: The the thing is right. So here, just you know, I am not to hark on about this. But if we let's let's look up Liberty Media stock, right? I can look this up right now. So there, what's their, Uh, there, where the hell is their complete valuation? Here somewhere. I used to have to do this. Liberty Media stock cap called. There's a way of looking it up, but it's yeah. they they did nine billion in revenue last year. And I think their stock... Yeah, their market capital is $13.7 billion. So 1% of $13.7 billion is basically what he affected. You know what I mean? That's a lot of money.
1: And that's a, that's a, that's a lot. That's, a, that's, a, that's money that you and me don't have. Is, that, is $13.7 you
0: know? million, if, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken? Or is it, or is it yeah, more? Yeah,
1: we definitely don't have that. No.
0: I, I don't, anyway, because if I did, you'd have a lot of merch behind you, but...
2: You know,
1: (laughs) here you go. I'd Be absolutely (laughs) swimming and stuff. My my room wouldn't be able to take anything any more shipments. But Um, that's that's.
0: that's, But my point is anyway. Look, it doesn't matter what the amounts are. But the point is, they can legally say, "Look, you cost us money. Here's the damage you did that day." Yeah,
1: you've cost You've you've given us. This is a loss. This is bad. A loss is a a loss is bad, bigger or smaller. Exactly. Yeah. And and Liberty Media, Liberty Media have have, have laid their marker and down as well. I just realised it's not one percent is one
0: hundred and thirty. That's one hundred and thirty-seven million, not thirteen million. So that's a big loss.
1: Yeah, as you were, we're talking, we're talking billions. In, yeah, in, in, yeah. So we're, and, and we're, we're we're losing millions. Yeah,
0: Jesus. So that's yeah. I, I I'm in two minds about um about Muhammad. Is it Mohammed Ben Sulaym? I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Because I, I, yeah. I, I went... To, MBA,
1: MBS, will, MBS will do.
0: Well, I went to say MBS, but then I realised that's the nickname for the Saudi prince that killed Khashoggi, so I probably shouldn't be saying that.
1: <laughs> that's probably... Uh, prob- I, I think I think it's acceptable. Everybody's using it as an abbreviation. I, I suppose, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, we'll use the... Hello we all other YouTubers we'll that, use that, the, that um, has used MBS.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll use the everybody's doing it defence. That, that that never went wrong before. <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: for sure, for sure. But uh, yeah, look, I'm in two minds about him because just at the end of the day, like I said, I like that he's pushing back on F1, but there's other sides where I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you know, this is—I mean, whether you whether you love or hate Ferrari, he he was or Red Bull, sorry—the the the kind of state that he was at the F1 gala was a bit much for an FIA president.
1: You know, oh no that, no no that's yeah, didn't, you you would never you would never you would ne, you've never seen John Todd like that
0: no definitely not you might have seen Max Mosley like that but only in private you know so there's there's well, no. <laughs>
1: that's only yeah and that's 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 uh yeah and that's um, um, that was among his uh female friends his
0: peers we'll call or
1: it. Ma- or 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 males we, yeah, we he, don't pass we don't pass know. judgment max.
0: here so
1: max fair play um you know, you, you you do you
0: but yeah, I don't, I don't know if there's any more to really say about that story. Cause it is, it is kind of, it's an interesting one, but it's a non-story in a way at the moment until the F1 teams and stuff actually, yeah. but I, the last thing I would like to say on it, cause I did bring it up when I said about it, I talked about it the other day is I don't think it's good news for Andretti because they've thrown in behind Mohammed bin Salam or MBS as other YouTubers are calling them. I'm- and
1: I, and NBA, he, he, his stock has now fallen. So, yeah, he's not Mr. Popular in the paddock. He, you know, former old, Andretti's not Mr. Popular in the paddock. Yeah. Uh, Andretti is teacher's pet, and that's the problem and we're going to have. At the I mirror. think it was
0: Scott Scott mitchell mom at the race said it a while back, and he, he was spot on, I guess, from what we're seeing now. He said... I don't think throwing your way in with one side or the other, especially with the FIA, will do them any favors and could backfire big time. And unfortunately, I think
1: he needs to be friends. He needs to be friends with the other yes. ten teams. Not yeah. He has no clout. He is yeah. not he is absolutely no he- MBS just gave an opinion on thinking Andretti is great. And and I think Andretti doesn't realize that was like oh yeah. So the president of the FIA said, "We're great. Let's roll in behind." It'd be different if someone like someone representing Liberty Media came in, the likes of even a Ross Braun, or even if Stefano Dominicali said, "Yeah, Andretti, fantastic." You know what? What? What's wrong with you know the F1 teams? What's wrong with you? He's talking. You know, I mean, I'm I'm saying this talking loosely <laughs> to F1 the other ten teams. What is wrong with you? Except. Except this newbie, you know, if the Minicali said that, I think Andrea' would have more of a chance, yeah. but yeah, you're right. I, I don't um, think, I don't it, think it's a good thing behind, for Rolling in behind the governing body, i.e. teacher's pet, is not the answer and, for, and for as, old, uh, Michael.
0: And as you brought up, if this was a different FIA, if it was Sean Todd, I think it would be a different situation, you know. Um, but under a
1: figure who... But John Sean Todd wouldn't... Yeah, yeah. John, John Todd, Todd probably wouldn't, 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 wouldn't get involved
0: ideas. anyway. No, definitely not. But, oh. but with a figure that as decisive, I think. Look, they should have just taken the praise from the f from the FI president. And said, "Yep, thanks very much. Appreciate all the feedback. Really appreciate it." But you know, we're we're gonna wait now and and hear what happened. But throwing back in with them, I think, uh, like backfire in the long term. But I guess we'll see how that plays out over yeah, the next few yeah. weeks. Um, yeah,
1: like, again, that's the that's the boring side of F one covered as such. You know, there's it's. It's uh, it's been a quiet week, other than MBS deciding to say too much again. And exactly, yeah. But we've got two launches we, next we, week. We going off on multiple, multiple, multiple tangents.
0: Yeah, but look, we've we've got two launches next week, which is great. So it's kicking off again. Yes, we've got Hass and just anyone up. who wants to watch the Red Bull launch better be watching it on this bloody channel. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, I mean the YouTube channel because Red Bull are streaming it directly to wheel sports which is class to this channel yeah, which is class to wheel sports i, I know they've get over i know they get picked, over the wheel sports i know they've picked a load of channels probably to do that too but it doesn't matter as far as i'm concerned this is the only one that exists so watch it here or no i won't say don't come back because we do come back either way but i prefer if you watched it yes It'd be great <laughs> yes
1: get yourself representing where you know get yourself over watch it you know, watch your favorite team. I'm sure you know Red Bull stock is high at the minute. Yeah, they definitely want you to watch it on Wheel Sports. Wheel Sports is on the rise, so you know it balances itself out. Of both places on the rise, and uh, yeah, Red Bull third, third of February exactly. Think it's two p.m. Irish, two p.m. Irish time. Yeah, it's right? it's
0: eight p.m. Or, New York. or no, it's eight p.m. my time where I am at the moment, which is Central Time. So two a, it's two, two AM. It's two P no it's two PM your time. It's eight AM my, 2
1: my yes. time. Two PM my time and eight AM my time. Eight AM your yeah, time. Yeah in Mexico. So
0: because it's it's at nine AM. It's nine AM in um in New York. So that would make okay. sense, yeah. So you can watch it here.
1: And um, so basically anyone that says I'm I'm saying my time two PM, that is GMT. Yes. Uh, the correct time. So and uh, it's it is also in uh, the, yes also as well two p.m. is the launch time for well. uh, update or Hass's reveal as well GMT exactly
0: exactly
1: uh, as well and that is European European time yep. GMT plus zero yes at the minute but well, it's,
0: it's English and Irish we're, time we're not at seven and then the French and Germans decided to go an hour ahead because you know they're they're weird like that. So, the, I
1: think know. they're a step, they're a step ahead, anyway, in terms of car development and stuff than yeah. the good old Irish. So,
0: hey, uh, look, don't kick the shamrock out there. Uh, no, the sh- no,
1: no, no, no. The no, well, shamrock. shamrock is on the alpha.
0: No, the sham, no, the shamrock car was the only ever car developed and produced in Ireland.
1: Fantastic. Okay, well, yeah, that was definitely that's. I was definitely not born for that. No,
0: it was in the '60s, and it was literally a. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he was having. As far as I'm aware, actually having a drink when he came up with the idea to do it, and to be fair to him, followed through. Uh, okay, so, so yeah, well, the only ever it. car produced in the Republic of Ireland, the DeLorean was built in Northern Ireland, but it was an American car. But yeah, anyway, there's a, there's a fun fact yeah, for anyone let's, watching.
1: Let's not speak about, let's not speak about good old John,
0: yeah, exactly, which I was probably his name, let's be honest. Um, so yeah. Oh, John Delorean. Sorry, I thought John, you were talking John about the. DeLorean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about the, the Shamrock guy. Right. So we leave it there. So no. anyone uh, watching, um, obviously, uh, I'll put your Instagram mic like in the comment below if you want, or in the description below if you want, or if you, please do whatever you. Just you know, we can sort that out after, and then um, anyone listening to this on Spotify, better, get used to me. Except, yeah, it's going to be around a lot, whether you like it or not. Unfortunately. Um yes. so, <laughs> yes. so like I said we will have the creator spot because I know there's been a few people asking when the next creator is on um is that something people do kind of they want to see their other favorite YouTube creators on this so we'll still be having that but the idea is that Mike is going to be the co-host for the season so that we can have kind of someone more consistent as well for you know post races pre-races news you know whenever we can jump on basically because obviously you know schedule uh, needs to be split into place or put into place But uh, yeah, so I guess that's it. But anyone who's listening to this on Spotify, don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. Anyone watching this on YouTube, don't forget to uh, check it out on Spotify because obviously that helps. And uh, we do have an email address and I'm not joking. It's merch at YouTube or merch at (laughs) wheelsports.co, right? We do actually have this email address. Now it is for our merch store where we sell merch. But if any teams would like to get in touch and send us merch, we do promise to wear each piece of merch no matter what team it's we from live. on a podcast, because I think it would be hilarious, especially if Checo takes the title lead, with me as such a big Checo fan, to end up wearing, I don't know, like a, a oh, you know. it would don't. be hilarious if I end up having to wear his title rivals hat. We don't, I
1: don't I really don't wanna see that I don't want to see that. I don't wanna see that number eleven being the world champion. But anyway, yeah. that's another day as well. Hold on a second.
0: Can't fit the hell or the studio mic. Yeah,
1: it's okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's too much swelling going on.
0: I'll have to edit out the fat as well. No more tequila. That's that. That's all. So I think. I think that's it then. Thank you so much for listening and watching. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, I'm gonna go get a beer. You should have one too. Bye.
1: Thanks for thanks for joining in. And uh, yeah, it's time for bed for me.
0: Time for
2: beer for me. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs>